Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is KT Mashler and as always I am here to share some very inspiring guests who have some incredible advice to share. To make sure you are up to date with all the new episodes, make sure you press that subscribe button and tell your friends if you love the podcast. It truly does mean the world to me. This week's guest is Callie Hughes and Valerie King Maller. They are the owners of Hello Glow Coaching, a women-owned business working to change the conversations that we have about ourselves and our bodies. During this episode, we chat about limiting beliefs and setting micro goals. I hope they've inspired you as much as they've inspired me. I am Valerie King Maller, and I am a transformational coach. Um, and I work primarily with women entrepreneurs, um, but I kind of have covered the whole gamut of um, working with women. And I focus primarily on mindset. And I'm Callie Hughes. I am a family nurse practitioner, and I specialize in functional wellness. So basically, using nutrition and healthy lifestyle habits to create um, optimal health and using that to kind of guide people towards their optimal lifestyle, really. It doesn't end with just health. It's kind of the holistic view of your entire life. Gotcha. Well, kind of explain to me why I have the both of you on together. So Valerie and I teamed up. We met through a mutual friend and we teamed up to create Hello Glow because we felt that our two approaches melded really well together to create a really sustainable and holistic way to improve your life. So I help people with health and wellness, creating the healthy habits that you need to, you know, bring your internal environment up to where it needs to be in order to actually feel great. And then Valerie at the same time helps with adjusting your mindset, making sure that you're not, you know, kind of living off of any limiting mindsets or limiting beliefs and goal setting. And, um, you know, they both kind of work hand in hand to create this total body, mind, spirit environment where you can really thrive. Yeah, that's, I can definitely get into that. I, my mom has been preaching to me to read this mind gut connection book because I have severe anxiety and severe stomach issues. So I'm working on the process. We're getting in, we're starting little baby steps though. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. There's so many connections between your digestive health and then your mental health. It's kind of crazy. We talked a lot about, or Kelly and I talk a lot about how with my particular group of women that I coach, um, a lot of them are high-performing, high-achieving women, and a lot of them do suffer through anxiety. And so I found myself often giving them 
sort of day-to-day wellness tips, like better sleep and more movement. And it just worked so well with Callie's whole expertise. Um, And they really do work so much together because also you have to be in the mindset that you want to improve in order to sort of grab onto those little daily activities. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is in that first kind of step in their wellness journey or who is interested in even learning more about wellness? I think um, Callie can talk more deeply about it, but for my level, I really suggest micro habits, um, really just trying to build in a daily activity. So for example, if sleep is an issue, maybe starting to do a sleep routine, like a quick five-minute sleep routine that you know you can commit to every day. And that sort of builds on itself. So if you want to work on sleep and movement, just do like five minutes of movement a day, extra a day. Um, And then you start to build that momentum, which leads to just more and more success. Yeah, I agree. And to echo what Val was saying um, from a health perspective, the micro habits are really critical. A lot of people try to do a complete overhaul with their health when they decide that they want to get healthier and feel better. And then they just go from zero to 60. And some people that works for, but most people that's just not sustainable. And so we really work on creating micro habits and trying to create sustainable change over time, which usually starts with the tiny little steps so that you can gain momentum. So that's kind of where I would also recommend starting, you know, with the health piece, I usually recommend taking super, super small goals at first smaller than you might think so for instance if you want to improve your diet instead of saying okay i am going to cut out all sugar starting monday start by first of all focus on things that you're going to add in instead of things you're going to take away because that's going to keep you out of that scarcity mindset and second of all instead of deciding like, okay, I'm only going to eat fruits and vegetables and whole grains. It's like pick one thing, like say, okay, I am going to add one or two extra servings of fruits or vegetables for this week. And then once you achieve that goal, because most of the time that's really doable, you get that dopamine reward And that motivates you to keep making additional changes. So you really want to make the micro goals for the purpose of activating that dopamine circuit within your brain that fires when you achieve a goal. So that's my biggest starting point suggestion for people. What are some other like, I guess, micro habits that you that you could easily suggest that you could probably just start? after this podcast or later today, if you wanted. One that I love telling people about is the concept of joyful movement as opposed to exercise. So a lot of times people associate exercise with something that 
they have to do. They force themselves to do it, you know, whether it's running on the treadmill or going through a grueling high intensity interval training. Um, But what I like to have people do at first, because a lot of times people have this toxic association and relationship with exercise is just to stop exercising. Stop making yourself do things that you don't enjoy and instead find different ways to move your body that you actually look forward to. So that could be anything from going for a leisurely walk to playing outside with your kids, um, you know, setting up some kind of an obstacle course in your yard and doing it with your kids, going for a swim. You know, it doesn't have to fit into the box that we've come to associate exercise with, but that's a good way to get your body moving, release some stress and make it sustainable so that it's something that you're going to continue over time. And when you try to get more movement in, as opposed to just doing exercise, you often move your body more over the course of a day than when you do exercise. They've done some interesting research studies on that because when people say go to the gym first thing in the morning for an hour, Mentally, you kind of tell yourself that you're off the hook for the rest of the day. And so you don't really feel guilty or bad at all about working all day in your sedentary job and then sitting in the car to go home and then sitting at home to, you know, relax, eat dinner, watch TV, and then go to bed. So you're really only getting that hour of activity. Whereas when you move towards a mindset of just moving your body more, you get way more than that one hour. It just might be broken up into, you know, two or three to 10 or 15 minute chunks of time throughout the day, which is actually much healthier for you in the long run. Perfect. Valerie, did you have one? Um, I think that um, this is a, more than just one activity, but I really suggest that people um, choose a micro goal that helps with their intellectual health, mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. And so it can literally be like one minute activities, um, for example, just reading two pages in a book. Um, and basically the point of a whole, the whole point of a micro goal is that it should be so ridiculously small that you will not not do it. <laughs> and so I suggest the reading, um, journaling for mental health. Um, physical health is a joyful movement. So it can just be a quick dance party in your kitchen every night before dinner. Um, so I usually just recommend it's a good formula to start with. And it literally could take a total of 10 minutes a day to do all of those activities. So what about the people who are in this wellness journey and striving to be healthier, whether that is mentally or physically, and they're just kind of stuck. What kind of advice would you give to those people? Um, I would definitely suggest that they look at what their limiting beliefs might be around why they're stuck. So if they make a plan for themselves, let's say they make a goal to add more reading into their life, um, and they find that every day they're just like, I can't do this. Um, it's important to look 
at the reasons behind. And so you really have to tune into what's going on in your head and what are you telling yourself? And it might be something from your childhood where you were struggling to learn how to read, or it may be something a little less sort of dramatic where you just feel like you're not someone that um, is meant to be intellectual. Um, But whatever it is, it's important to write it down and sort of challenge it. And that can be a very difficult process. But one way to do that is to pretend that your friend is saying that about themselves and just kind of attack it as you would a supportive friend. Um, And I think the more you attune or attune to those different beliefs, the more um, adept you get at just challenging them all along. I love it. Yeah. And I would definitely add that um, that's the benefit I feel of working with a coach. Um, A lot of people don't know what transformational coaching is, but basically the way that I used transformational coaching, this is actually how Valerie and I got to know each other. Um, So she was coaching me and I had a lot of limiting mindsets around making changes in my life. I felt like super burned out and stressed about my job. I wasn't really enjoying my job anymore, but I kind of just was stuck in the cycle of complaining about it and didn't feel like I could easily change anything, which I think a lot of people can relate to probably. Working with Valerie was kind of the first step toward me making some major changes in my life that led me to where I am right now. And so she kind of taught me the concept of the and we talked about what my big goals were, you know, in the future and then what my life looks like right now. And we made a plan to help me get from point A to point B. And for me, that involved starting a business and then slowly building that business up to where I could replace my income from my nine to five clinic job and move into that full time. And so over the course of several months, you know, I just kind of like checked one thing at a time off the list. Like I decided what I wanted to do and I made a plan and then I, filed for an LLC. And, you know, at that point, it kind of, I really started feeling the effects of that momentum with achieving each small micro goal. It made me want to keep going and check the next thing off the list and see what that was like. And then the next thing. And if you fast forward, I think 18 months or so, maybe two years from when we first started talking together in that coaching capacity. Now I've left my nine to five job that I wasn't enjoying. I've started my second business basically with Valerie. I'm doing what I absolutely love to do. And, you know, when Valerie and I talk, it's like a pinch myself moment. It's like, I can't believe that this is my life. <laughs> I can't believe that I get to, you know, talk on podcasts and 
talk with other people who are so inspiring and I get to work with clients and help them achieve the life that they want to be living. And it's just such a testament, I think, to transformational coaching and how making the investment in yourself to take those first couple of steps in faith, kind of, I guess, because, you know, you don't know what it looks like down the road. You just have to start moving in that direction. And if you just trust yourself to make that investment and start doing the work to achieve those tiny little micro goals one by one, you know, you are going to really surprise yourself with where you end up a year after. That was amazing. Perfect. (laughs) Um, Well, both of you have given lots of little advice and I will definitely leave your contacts below if anybody is interested in reaching out. But do you have any little last piece of advice, probably a little bit from both of you? So I guess my advice would be just don't limit yourself by feeling like you're stuck where you're at. You can always make a change. As Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. So <laughs> don't be afraid to like take a couple of steps and change directions if you need to. And I think um, for me, I love for women to be more curious and not focus so much on the shoulds in their life. Um that they hear either from their partners or from their parents or from culture um, and just really get out there, be curious, explore your options and um, just go after whatever it's most you're most passionate about. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. It truly does make a difference. Make sure you share it with a friend or follow us on social media. If you have inspirational advice, go ahead and DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I am always looking for new stories.